When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This. Cam Newton. This could be something special. Is the Rich Eisen Show. Cam back in a Panthers uniform. Newton's going to run right. Breaks a tackle. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> celebrating. Touchdown right side. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. This ain't for no Cinderella story. It's to win football games. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. Los Angeles Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald. Titans safety Kevin Bayard. Plus your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We're back here in Los Angeles, California for another week here in the month of November 2021. I am your humble host. Uh, sitting here on NBC Sports on Peacock, NBC Sports Audio, Channel 85 on your Sirius XM. I wouldn't say dial. It's satellite for crying out loud. Uh, we're also here on Odyssey. We're also here on our uh, on our Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio network, coast to coast. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show is how you can follow us on all our at Rich Eisen Show social media feeds as well. Once we're done here, our Cumulus Podcast Network, we say hello to those folks potentially listening to us later on whenever you want. That's what we call on demand. Good to see you, Chris Brockman. How are you, sir? Hey, Rich. What's happening, man? Mike Del Tufo Good to see you, Rich. There, and uh, TJ Jefferson. Good to see you over there, sir. You know, Rich, I had a horrible dream that, like, last week we were really bad at football and that we were awful, and mm-hmm. then I woke up and I realized that it was just a dream. Well, do and... we play football? I didn't know that we play football. Them? Who's we? Do we play football? Yeah. Who's we? Well, okay. these guys right here. You know. So uh, you let's team? just, let's, uh, let's, let's get right into it here on this Monday. Um, so uh, the, the, the theme of uh, week nine in the NFL was, uh, what the hell happened? Yeah. Uh, week 10 is we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back on the show. We We're missed back. you after yeah. two days. We're, We're back. done. We're, We're back. back. We're back. Chiefs are back. Hey. Patriots are back. Oh, we've been oh, back. Cowboys yeah. are back. Cowboys. Cam Newton is back. Cam. Uh, no, uh, uh, Mike White is not. Oh, no. We'll oh. talk about that later on. Sorry, Rich. Uh, that's another one. Who else is back? Um... Uh, the football team. Football team is back. Football team. Taylor. Back. Taylor once again hitting the bucks with the Heineken. Hit him with the Heineken. Couldn't get it done last year in the playoffs, but this year they got it done uh, in the regular season. But let's take these uh, a few at a time here, shall we? Let's start this program with the Kansas City Chiefs being back. Oh, they're back. They're back. Yeah, well, against the Giants. The Giants. The Giants. 
It's Daniel Jones. I mean, what are we going to do, right? I mean, you get that higher register. Yeah, that's a nice win. Okay. You know, it could have been worse. Could have lost at home on Monday night. Didn't happen. Also, next week, it's a nice win against Green Bay. I mean, Aaron Rodgers sitting at home with COVID and hanging out, doing whatever he's doing with Joe Rogan or whoever he's up there with. (laughs) Yeah, Jordan, that's 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 nice. Jordan loves uh, mom and girlfriend are really up there. Uh, you know, <laughs> what's what's the phrase of uh, kiss in the sky, right? <laughs> Different type. Yeah, it's a nice one. Nice one for Kansas City, right? How about last night? <laughs> I told you my favorite words I get to say in this microphone. I was not ready to give up on the Kansas City Chiefs. Took 10 weeks. It took 10 weeks, but it finally happened. The it being a full Kansas City Chiefs performance. Mahomes, 400 yards and five touchdowns. 100 receiving yards from Daryl Williams, who made a nice high point and grab of the most Mahomes magic moment of the year, which is creating all sorts of time by running for his life to his right and throwing back all the way to his left and something like that in the first seven weeks of the season would have been yet another turnover. But now the Mahomes magic, voila, abracadabra, it now winds up in a high point touchdown by the running back. Tyreek Hill all over the place. Screen game, the screen game, that was back. And they know exactly how to run screens in a way that you don't know that it's coming, even though you think it's going to be there and you never know who the hell's going to get it. That's the way it works. Mr. Pringles popping one open in the end zone. (laughs) The routes, the route running sometimes makes you think that we're blocking. Nope, we're down the field like Travis Kelsey. Nope. We're down the field like Pringle or obviously... And then, on top of it, it's the defense, stupid. (laughs) It's the defense. They're starting to tighten up. Chris Jones is back, and he's blocking passes, batting them down, rushing the passer, stopping the run on the way to the quarterback, clogging up the middle. Even public enemy number one Sorensen got a pick last night. (laughs) (laughs) this is what we're talking about and if you're ah, well you know what I still don't believe in him you are what you are in the NFL and what the Chiefs are are in a three game win streak and what they are after 10 weeks after all of this all of this being the defense stinks they're pointing fingers at the the fans sometimes a couple of the players did even Tyron Matthew lost his cool like that This being the turnovers. One even happened on special teams last night when they were ready to start boat racing the the Vegas Raiders. A special teams turnover gave Vegas new life and a touchdown to tie the game. Cut out the turnovers. Get Mahomes... Checking it down, taking the profit. Can't go broke taking a profit. Keep hearing that line. Yeah, I wrote that down last we're week. Saying it, we're saying it a lot here since we picked it up on the, the last Manning cast. Don't go broke taking a profit. 
Mahomes, you kind of got the sense it was going to be an old school night when he flipped one with his left hand to start things off. Didn't result in the first down, but it kind of just showed you the mojo's there. It's back. And what are you in the NFL after 10 weeks, Kansas City Chiefs? What you are is a first place team. Ha <laughs> ha. Yep. Six and four. Half game better than a Chargers team that's already beaten them. Half game better than the Raiders in the standings, but now that's a full game because they've beaten the Raiders. And the Broncos, after boat racing the Cowboys, get smoked at home smoked. by the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith and big pe- big play Darius Slay, who Teddy Bridgewater olayed on the way to the end zone. I saw that tweet yesterday calling him Teddy Business Decision. He said he was just trying to turn him back inside to the defense. Sure, and sure, sure, sure. That's not a good sign for the Denver Broncos who went to their bye week at 5-5. Five and five. Everyone's 500 or better in the AFC West, but when the chips are down, and certainly when the L.A. Chargers are at home and they can't win there, lost the Vikings yesterday, lost to the Patriots before, lost to the Cowboys there. They're better te- they're a better team on the road than in their new beautiful stadium with fans in it. These are facts that I'm saying right now. And the Raiders, last two weeks, don't look like the team that we saw in the first few weeks of the season after their coach got fired. I'm wondering if they're still shaken by Henry Ruggs killing another person with his car. But in the football world, you are what you are. And the Kansas City Chiefs are first-place team. So file that one away. Certainly when they take on the Dallas Cowboys next week. And whatever the hell last week's first half was in Dallas, the first half of the Cowboys against the Falcons was the exact opposite. That's going to be a heck of a game, which we're going to be talking about all week long. Certainly now that the Chiefs look like the Chiefs that we like to see. And the rest of the league maybe doesn't like to see. Mahomes doing Mahomes things, 400 yards and five touchdowns. Come on. And they're going to get Clyde Edwards-Alaire back, apparently. And they're running it some, with, to some effect. But the screen game is like their running plays. The screen game. Man, they're going to run screens like nobody else. And now they're a first-place team. File that one away as the Tennessee Titans improve to now sitting there through Ten weeks at eight and two. Only eight win team in the AFC. They're a game and a half clear of the rest of the conference. Kevin Byard of that Tennessee Titans defense is going to be joining us in hour number three on the show. As the Titans are your one seed, the Bills had their get right game against the Jets. Everybody does these days, it seems, except the Cincinnati Bengals. Ravens kicking off the week with that loss. They're six and three Chiefs at Six and four, and then right there in the middle of the wild card, five, three, and one Steelers as Big Ben came down with COVID-19 over the weekend. And Mason Rudolph, I'll tell you what, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, that's going to be down the road. You need to figure out what your quarterback situation is because he ain't it. I mean, how many times he's proven that, but we'll talk about that a little bit more because I want to linger about that six seed. New England Patriots, I bring them up for a couple reasons. One is it allows me to look at you on this screen, if you're watching on Peacock, and say the words in the microphone that is, again, 
the four favorite words of anybody who does a show like this gets to say, I told you so. I, I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> you, that was fandom talking over the spring, Chris, and the summer when you had to talk yourself into Mac Jones being the right choice. And, oh, did I ever? Did you ever? <laughs> oh, baby. But I told you so when I came home and sh- sat down in this chair the day after Halloween, November 1. It'll be an easy date for me to remember. I sat in this chair on November the 1st after watching that Halloween performance by New England in SoFi Stadium against the Chargers. Took the kids to see their favorite NFL team, the Patriots. Because, again, I'm not going to look my wife in the face and say, our children have to be Jets fans. Well, Tom Brady's uh, playing for the Patriots, winning championships. Child services would have removed my children from my care on the spot. They're out of there. (laughs) But I saw it. I saw it in SoFi Stadium coming off of that 50-point boat race win over the Jets. You could easily think any team – Coming off of that win, start smelling themselves. They start thinking that they could just do it, and then they get bit. We see it all the time in the NFL. You beat in a division opponent, a rival. You just boat race them. You're feeling so good about yourself. Then next week, you travel all these time zones away, and you get smoked. Not these Patriots. Not these Patriots again. And what they do week in, week out is play tough defense that other teams in the league don't perform and it's very confusing to a lot of quarterbacks especially if you're young especially if you're still in your first contract especially if you don't have your regular running game even though Ernest Johnson almost had 100 yards rushing but Baker Mayfield and the Browns marched down the field and put that first touchdown on the board, and you thought, okay, this is the team that put up 41 in Cincinnati, and I gave Baker Mayfield all those attaboys. But then New England started doing New England things, which is they've got their own guy that you've never heard of. Except T.J. Jefferson was pounding the table for Ramondre Stevenson over the summer. And guess who got, came up with 100 yards rushing saying. and two touchdowns? But then again, look. They're doing Patriots things, which means, hey, Ramondre, if it starts snowing, you show up to practice anyway. Because (laughs) let me tell you the story about Jonas Gray. And I can tell you stories about everybody that keeps on showing up in New England. And as long as you do your job, you get to have games like Ramondre Stevenson. And you get to stay in the system because this is what the Patriots didn't have last year. Their system with people who are not only plugged into it, but are plugged in about it. That's what Belichick does, unlike any other coach in the NFL. And I know that infuriates a lot of other coaches. Like Brian Billick, whenever he came on the show, he's been, he said this line here, and he said it on NFL Network, when Belichick, all of us in the media say, he likes to take away the one thing you do best. Like, no other coaches came up with that idea before. You know? Right. Like, oh, God, yeah, we never thought about taking away the one thing that you do best either. It just seems, seems to be that much more effective. And then they're, they're situationally brilliant, and they don't make the mistakes on offense or defense or special teams. But the one thing that normally takes a team out of that 
well, two things, I guess, and that the Patriots couldn't even overcome that last year, which is what they usually do. New England usually takes the velvet ropes that you see outside of the exclusive clubs and place it around their clubhouse <laughs> and whatever normally takes another franchise down a peg or knocks them out doesn't seem to affect them. If you lose your all-time great quarterback, it's going to knock you down a peg. And it did last year, especially when it was COVID. It was all sorts of manners of roster problems that they had. It was a convergence of everything that knocked New England below 500. But they're back to doing the New England things. Even with what normally takes you out a rookie quarterback. Anybody watching New England Patriots games thinking that's a rookie quarterback out there? Anybody sitting there thinking, oh, he's going to make the rookie mistake. Oh, God, he's going to do this. He's going to do that. Oh, God, he's going to make... Nope. Matt Jones is running this offense right now over this four-game winning streak that started after losing in overtime to Dallas. And before that, really, against Brady himself in the stadium Mm -hmm. that they followed up with a snatching victories from the jaws of defeat win in Houston. Where might have been the last time Mac Jones looked like a rookie quarterback was in that game. In week five. Mac Jones, I'm going to say this and I mean it. And anybody who sits there and goes, well, you're crazy. Can't see it for what I'm seeing it. Matt Jones, right now, over this four-game win streak, is operating this offense as good as Tom Brady did. He is. I'm saying it. In like 2004? Of course not. I'm talking about just in general over the last few years. I'm not talking about like say, in 2007. I'm talking about this looks like the Patriots' offense when Brady was operating it at a high level. And I know that anytime you bring up Brady, it's like, well, he's not Tom Brady. Of course he's not Tom Brady. There's nobody named Tom Brady except Tom Brady. But what he's doing is he's running this as efficiently as Tom Brady. He is. He's seeing it and he's throwing it. And he's not making the mistakes. 19-23, three touchdowns, no picks. doesn't matter if he's throwing for 200 yards or not. doesn't matter. It's so difficult to compare him to the previous quarterback because there are no comparisons. There are no comparisons. He's not going to an MVP like Brady did in that year because Brady didn't look like this in his rookie season. Did he? No, he didn't have a rookie season. He sat out in his first year operating the offense. Kind of looks similar, Christopher. Well, that's what I'm saying. you remember like 2001. The first, like the first run through. Right. I'm not talking about he's, he's not the all-time great quarterback I of all time. I wasn't saying that you were. I'm no, saying no. in the first run through where it was like efficient, don't make mistakes, maybe you have one or two touchdown passes, kind of let the defense and the run game right. carry it, and that's yeah. what Mac Jones is doing. That's what he's doing. Well, thanks for finally coming around. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> oh, please. You don't get to take credit for calling New England. What are you talking about? 
I'm what not do you taking, mean? I'm not taking, I'm, I'm telling you what I told everybody that I, they were I mean, a You're playoff. taking credit for like, oh, I, I, I told okay. you New England was a playoff Let's team. go to break. I Let's said go to break. months Let's go to break. ago. Let's go to break. Let's go to break. We're going to go to break. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. There's so much more to talk about about being back or not. There's so much more to talk about because it's not just these two teams that are back. And again, the Patriots are back like they are winning it all. Will they do it this year? I don't know. Keep on thinking that because they've got a they've got a rookie quarterback that they can't. They might not. They probably won't. Probably not. But right now they are crushing it. And yes, I'm the only one with a national resume that came on this program <laughs> and that came Jeez. on this program. I thought no, no, no. We I'm the only one who came on this show three weeks ago and said that's a playoff team after week seven. Correct. Yes. And I'm willing to put that up against anybody else here, including all those people that I hear about what's going on back in New England where they're talking about national voices overrating the Patriots because they're not happy in New England, unless they're pissing on their own home teams, <laughs> well, I could call it as I see it. That's a few people in, individually in yes, New England right. who do that. <laughs> right. Just a few people there. Well, I mean, as long as you're painting everything with a very broad brush, I figured I'll take that brush out too. Yeah, I said they would make the playoffs this year. So. Yes, you did. You actually did earlier this season. You yeah, said they'd make the playoffs. I bet on them. I'm still stuck on the fact he didn't want Mac, though. I can never let yeah. that go. Right, let's yeah. take a break. <laughs> I want a Justin take Fields, a break. who looks awesome. Let's take a break. <laughs> like, we'll on. be back. Guess who also is back? The Cowboys? Yes. Uh, I mean. Oh, my God. I need to run this asylum a little better today. <laughs> let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show, and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it, and then the all-in prices. That's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all-in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
This is the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH. To have a conversation here, we're talking about who's back this, uh, this, uh, this week. Cam Newton is back. Yep. We were on the air last week when Cam officially signed with the Carolina Panthers. And sure enough, he not only traveled with the team, not only dressed, but got in and scored the first touchdown of the game for the Carolina Panthers. Coming in on the goal line and teaching Isaiah Simmons what he used to be all about as a quarterback who is iconic and entertaining. And huge. And big. (laughs) And it was fitting, man. It was fitting that Superman 2, which I guess we can call this sequel, began in this stadium. Did you know that Cam Newton's first career start, his first start in the NFL for the Carolina Panthers occurred in this building? That's when he had that 422-yard passing game and had three touchdowns, two in the air, one on the ground. And Cam scores a touchdown, takes his helmet off, and screams, I'm back. 15 yards and a score. So already, we're not only... It took took one drive. It took mere minutes into his return with the Panthers for him to get on the field where it's just like, okay, he's going to play today? Yes. Not only is he going to play today, he's coming at you to try and score. And... He scores and then gets flagged. So everybody's talking about the way that he scored, the manner in which he then celebrated the score. And basically after the game, he's just like, how about we cut myself a little slack? (laughs) How about he cut me a little slack here? It was awesome. Because last week, well, I'll, I'll let him tell the story. Well, I put it like this. This time last week, I was eating a bowl of cereal. (laughs) Like... You feel me? So I told Coach Rula it would never happen again, and it wouldn't. That that one on me. But yet, I mean, I was in Syria last week. You know what I mean? So that just puts things into perspective. You know, after going to church, being with my children, and, you know, really not even watching football, it was just about, you know, maximizing the person that I, I'm, I need to be. And uh, so for that, it was just all just a rush of emotions. I'll say this, man. I love it. (laughs) I just think it's so fascinating that he's back in Carolina. The energy that you feel when he scores is unlike anybody else who could suit up at quarterback for that team. And you could see it in the fans that were there. You could see it on the sidelines. You could just sense it. And the question is about this, which is just truly fun. What a fun plot twist to the 2021 season here. Unfortunately, at the expense of Sam Darnold. But the fun plot twist of this 2021 season is what next? What next? Because in 
Arizona. Superman 2 debuted. As he said, all he needed to know about the playbook was two touchdowns worth. <laughs> Love it. And he, in Superman 2, doing what he did, quarterbacked or played quarterback for the only team in the NFC South to win yesterday. So you take a look at the standings. I know. And you got to go higher register because we still have the Buccaneers sitting at the top. And it's still Sean Payton coaching his head off with Trevor Simeon and no Alvin Kamara and no Michael Thomas. And he almost wins in the home of the top seed in the AFC. There's still that guy there. And the Atlanta Falcons, I mean, they're now a shrug emoji team. Like, we don't know what we're going to get. We don't know what we're going to get. But the Carolina Panthers right now are at 5-5. Five and five, Just a game and a half behind the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What next? Well, a home date with Ron Rivera's team that just beat the Bucs. All right. <laughs> I'm now in. I'm now all the way in, which what is what makes this signing for the Panthers so good. I'm in. I'm in at Miami the Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend. Then there's the bye. They have both their games with Tampa left. Oh, wow. After the bye, they're home for Atlanta at Buffalo which is just going to be just terrific. And then they're at New Orleans in week 17, the center of the home and home with the Bucks to finish up the season. What next indeed? It could be 8 and 5 going into that home stretch because McCaffrey looks as spry as ever. Yeah, he looked really good. And defensively, you know, Gilmore's still just wetting his beak a little bit. And they knocked Colt McCoy right the heck out of that game yesterday. And Arizona has reached their first bury-the-tape performance of the season. Everyone's, everyone's burying tape. They're 8-2 still, and that lends some significance to the Sunday night game tonight because the Rams can match them. So we know Arizona's beaten the Rams, so Arizona will be in first place in the NFC West regardless of the outcome of tonight's game. But Arizona will hopefully get... Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins back for a game at the Seahawks. But how about those Carolina Panthers with Cam Newton at quarterback? Can't overlook them. I didn't even go high register. I know. Can't overlook them. Well, I said that last week in overreaction that the South could get three playoff teams. I hear you. And Cam Newton. And they have three at this moment. To. He's going to have to get under center and play four quarters, and I understand yeah, that, course, and course, check yourself or whatever. But right now, as we're sitting here, you can't say otherwise. Come on. That was really fun seeing Cam. It was fun to see number one back yeah, and do his Superman things. That is for sure. You know who was also back? As of yesterday, the Packers' defense has returned mm-hmm. to the four. They're not even full strength, are they? Aaron Rodgers came back yesterday, but I'm talking about the Packers' defense being back because I'm just going to take Aaron Rodgers' performance and place that one aside, man. I don't know how the hell. He said his wind was fine after the game. I I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. I mean, God bless him, whatever he might be doing for his body and his health and what I know, you know, whatever he's putting in his body, I, I don't know, actually. 
you know, but they're all hopefully keeping him as healthy as possible. That was a weird game yesterday. And by the way, I just want to make sure everyone understands I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers is taking any performance enhancers at all. I'm just saying whatever he's taking in his body to, to stave off any effects of COVID-19, man. Because that is a no-joke virus. And Aaron Rodgers came out yesterday, and he looked a little off. You can't blame him. Seattle's defense also looked really good. The Prez was running all over the place. And that defense was running down everybody. And they got DK Metcalf's grill mentally, clearly. And A.J. Dillon with none other than our favorite Aaron Jones out of the game with a knee injury after he performed well. But A.J. Dillon, man, he is a load. And the Green Bay Packers are sitting there at 8-2 and two right now atop the conference, and that is a team to beat. That is a team to beat because they're defensively, they're going to get stronger and better too. And Rodgers is going to get his legs under him. I thought that was a terrific performance for Green Bay. Check that one off. And you got to sit here and wonder about the Seahawks. Let me linger on this one for a second, if you don't mind. Please do. Ah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Week-to-week league, we're going to have overreaction Monday later on. I get it. We talk about that every week. Every week's a new season. But there are season-long storyline arcs every year. And, for instance, rookie quarterbacks. What's going to happen with all of them? For instance, what about a new head coach in this new spot? What's that going to look like? Matthew Stafford, new quarterback, new spot. What's that season-long storyline going to look like? One of the season-long Storyline arcs that began right after the Super Bowl in full bloom of everybody was Russell Wilson's future with the Seattle Seahawks. And how will that play out during the season? Or how will the season playing out affect it? They're three and six. They are three and six. They are in deep trouble, gents. If you put up the NFC standings right now, you can take a look at just how in trouble the Seattle Seahawks appear to be. Now, you can go on a run. You could just see how one win can change anything, really, from week to week. They're not even on our board of sniffing it. It's cut off with the 49ers at 11th seed right now at three and five. You're three and six. You're you're looking up at the Eagles. How about them apples? Who look pretty good. You're looking up a game behind the Vikings, who at four and five, you get one thing here, you get one thing there, you get one thing there, you get another thing there, and wait a minute, another, another thing there. <laughs> right? And they're much better than four and five. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what the Seahawks are missing. They are missing that load at running back in the worst way. Just look at what Najee Harris has done for the Steelers. I mean, they, all, they, they almost pulled that one off yesterday with, without Big Ben. But look what Najee Harris does for the Steelers. Look what Marshawn did for you guys when you were Legion of Booming. 12s. 
Chris Carson is a on a good running back. He can't stay healthy. Guy can't stay healthy. Alex Collins not cutting it. It's just you need somebody like AJ Dillon to roll right downhill. To do that mesh point stuff with Russell Wilson that Russell can play action off of. And also take the pressure off this guy. Now, you could sit here and say, well, that's DK. That's Tyler Lockett. We should be beating up on people. Well, what happened yesterday? Maybe you run into a good defense and you're going to need to actually keep your offense on the field. And also, too, it's just, I don't know, uh, our, our friend Pete is just so tight, conservative. Mm-hmm. They had like a fourth and an inch early on in the game. Right around midfield. Didn't go for it. Punted. What are we doing? You're three and five coming off a bye. What's going on? Maybe you don't have that guy in the backfield. I'll pull it all together here. You know who they're missing? A kid like my kid, Hassan Haskins from Michigan. You watch him run? You watch him run? There's going to be a bunch of kids coming out in, in college. They need one. They got to take one. Big time. They, they got to take one like the Steelers and do it in the first round and go take whoever it is. That's who Seattle needs. You need a kid like, again, I, I watched this kid on, on Saturdays from Michigan. I love God. I love him. It's all he does. He turns one-yard gains into four. He turns five-yard gains into 20. He turns two-yard losses into one-yard gains or no gains at all. Always falling forward. Who's that guy for, this, for the Seahawks right now? I know we're going to be sitting here, let Russ cook and all that stuff, and I know that drives Pete nuts. That's what they seem to be missing to me right now. They miss that guy that they could just roll downhill 25, 30 times a game so Pete can play that tight-fisted conservative approach, get those touchdowns that they couldn't get yesterday, and play tough defense. That's got to kill the Seattle fans. They got that, that defense that looked like they couldn't stop a cold, right? They went into Green Bay yesterday, and I know Aaron had COVID and coming off of COVID, but that was still Devontae Adams out there and before Aaron Jones got hurt, and then A.J. Dillon, they just keep rolling him downhill. Seattle's kind of missing that guy. You know? They're missing a lot of stuff. I I don't I I I mean, I who are they missing? They're missing who, Chris Carson. They and, are, but he he's just he's not is when he's in the game, I mean, he can be that guy. He, you know, he, he was that guy for like seasons, a, for, you, know? you know what I mean? But I'm talking about just like a pro bowl difference maker at that position. Car he can't stay healthy. Can't stay I'm healthy. sorry to say it. They go through. They go. They go the four. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. Most of the well, the whole the whole league is. It's a guy like that, though. Also, Russ didn't. That doesn't look right. Well, I mean, he had a pin removed from his finger, man. I mean, first time back in what six weeks? That's why. That's why it would have been great. That'd have been great to just hand it off to somebody. Rushed it back. Seems like he came back too soon. I get that he really wanted to play in this game and have that showdown. Seattle and Green Bay have had epic I don't know, man. I, I don't know if Geno been... Smith would have been any better yesterday. Really? Really. Russ scored zero points. I know that. So First time Couldn't have done any worse. Let's take a break. Phone calls. Uh, you know who's also back? The Manning cast is back. They just put out their list of who's on tonight. I've got to wonder if they're going to talk about the elephant in the room for people who they book on their show. <laughs> That's coming up next right here on the Rich Eisen Show. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Here we go. 844-204-RICH, number dial back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, the Manning cast returns tonight. Yes. All right. The Manning cast returns tonight. And they just uh, tweeted out their guest list for ESPN2's coverage of Monday Night Football, Rams and 49ers. First up is a, a, uh, a longtime friend of uh, the Mannings, uh, Al Michaels, our buddy. Oh, our, our friend, yeah. Fresh off of Sunday Night Football. Uh, Al's first up. Second up is Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson is on the program in hour number two. Uh, uh, I mean, quarter number two, I guess. Uh, next up after that is Draymond Green. Heard of him. Of your uh, Golden State Warriors. And then fourth up is uh, Philip Rivers. Now, let me tell you this. Philip Rivers and the Mannings in the fourth quarter of this game, if it's tight, is going to be amazing. Because let me tell you about Philip Rivers. I think if he wants to try it, and he wants to do it, and he wants to really focus on the craft, as we know he's doing high school, he just probably finished his high school football season in Alabama. If Philip Rivers wants to try calling games as an analyst, I think networks would fall over themselves to go get him. And certainly, um, I, I, would, I would be stunned if he's not gotten a phone call from the Amazon people for Thursday Night Football next year. I have no idea what their plans are on that front. Zero. But Phillip Rivers is so good, he is going to be dynamite helping dissect things the way that the Mannings do, sitting around and watching coverage and what's going to happen here, what is this quarterback thinking there. It's going to be dynamite, and his energy is through the roof. I cannot wait to see that. Also, just like, if you think about the, the, the best performances from the Manning cast this year, Russell Wilson, it's, it's quarterbacks in the fourth quarter because the game is tight and the play calling is such where you're trying to either – drive the field for a score or it's just been awesome so i'm really excited for for philly tonight and hopefully it's a close game well if you've noticed on this guest list there's only one active athlete on it and it's draymond green and i guess the good news is they play tomorrow (laughs) the good news is is they just lost last night (laughs) they got the loss out of the way okay they lost last <laughs> night. They do take on the Brooklyn Nets Tuesday. So this oh, is very gutsy. Oh, oh, this is very, very gutsy. Oh, wow. 
of Draymond Green because there is a large amount of talk mm -hmm. so far, and this is a, a sign of, of the show's popularity, that people are talking about it and they notice things about it. Talk of a Manning cast jinx. Week one, Russell Wilson was on. They then lost the Titans. Travis Kelsey was on. They lost the Ravens in week two. Gronk came on. Remember you talked about not watching tape at all? Ha, 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 ha. And then he had to back off saying, no, I've actually watched film, whatever. Bucks lost the Rams the next week. <laughs> then Matthew Stafford came on week three. Remember that? After they beat the Bucks, they lost the Cardinals. Their first losses next week. Tom Brady came on in week seven. They lost to the Saints the next week. <laughs> Josh Allen came on. All right. Josh Allen came on. They lost the Jaguars. Yeah, Inexplicable. Was... If you're wondering, like, how did that happen? How did they lose the Jaguars? Manning cast. Yeah. That's out. Well, apparently, uh, Peyton Manning was asked about it. No way. Yes. <laughs> he went on he went on the um the uh the Barkley Ernie Johnson Steam Room okay. podcast. Okay. Um interesting. Yes, and he was asked about it. And his quote was, if somebody at ESPN said, well, the Manning curse, players keep doing it no matter what. I said, that's because they're getting paid. If you get paid, you don't care about a curse. Last time I checked, we're not paying anyone to come on the show. Obviously, I hope it's not true. Right now, it is what it is. Yo. I think they're going to they're gonna talk about it tonight, and that'll be a very fun moment when they actually address the elephant in the room. Right out of the gate? I don't know. Because Phil, Phil won the, the Champions Tour event yesterday, right? I know he was leading. I don't know. That got lost in my Sunday shuffle, sir. But Phil's not going to I mean, Phil, Phil's so beyond what curses could be. And Al, I mean, what would his curse be? That, that his steak comes back uh, from the kitchen improperly cooked? Is that, his, is that what his curse is? A little too well done. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's not rare enough for him. So... But Draymond, this is going to be fun. But it's a, it's a sign and it's a popular. It's popular. People notice this stuff. Yeah, Phil won yesterday. Oh, boy. The Charles Schwab Here championship. I think it'll be fun. Oh, by the way, and um, also Michael Irvin was a guest. Cowboys lost to the Broncos next week. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we can go on. But then, then again, you know. Uh, you know, Stray came on, and the Giant—you know—the Giants lost the game he was on with John Stewart. The Giants lost the game that they were on to talk about, but they did win the next week. So the narrative doesn't fit everything. It's close, though. I mean, it's but it's a sign of popularity that people talk about it and notice this sort of stuff. But high. I have a feeling that you know, if Barkley and EJ brought it up, Ernie brought it up to to Peyton. It's, it's it is, he dropped it is what it is though. He dropped it. It is what it is. Okay, let's go to uh, Joe in Dodge City, Kansas. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Joe? Rich, how are you? Better how are you doing? talking to you as always. What's going on? So my, uh, so my Chiefs, let's talk about my Chiefs. You yes, know, sir. My, from the mouth of babes come truth. My seven-year-old's sitting there, we're talking about the Chiefs, and he says, Patrick Mahomes needs to be more Tom Brady and less Patrick Mahomes. And I think that's the growth that we're going to start to see with the Chiefs. You know, he's he's hitting those checkdowns. He's hitting that screen game. And then you start having those two safeties start coming up, and that's when you're going to hit your big pace, big plays, excuse me. Yeah. So, 
you're, you're seeing this growth, and, and, and there's going to be growing pains. I mean, he can't, you can't play at that level that he's played for the past three years his entire career. <laughs> it's going to have to be Everybody has a trough. Everybody has a trough. Everybody. Absolutely. And one more thing before I, I let you go there, Mr. Eisen. Yes, sir. Uh, for, my, for, for my man, TJ, uh, it's we, TJ and I, being wrestling fans, uh, we have a birthday celebrating today, and that's the cream of the crop, the Macho Man Randy yeah, Savage. Brother. Happy birthday to oh, the yeah. great Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> there you go. Very well done. I thought he was about to make a bet with you but, uh, for this week's Chiefs-Cowboys game, but... I would not approach you on that front because I'm on fire. I don't know, we're waiting to find that that our friend from Atlanta, yeah, who came at you um, oh, incorrectly. Let's put it that way. Say wow. he did. He, he came at you real. making a bet. That hey, let's see what happens. And that thing was a wrap. Change your name to Ranks. It's a the rat. first minute that this that the Falcons had to settle for that field goal, Yo. and they put that it was seven three, <laughs> and then you blinked. It was thirty six to three. I mean, it was working for the Cowboys so well. Even the punt that they blocked partially actually wound up in their hands. Yeah. Unlike last year. It's kind of crazy. And Kyle Pitts was going off and then disappeared. As only someone who's six foot six can possibly disappear. Well, I tried to tell you that Micah Parsons was a bad man. uh, He is that, sir. He's a very bad man. He is that. He's been invited to be on the show this week. I don't know if he's going to come on because he might not want to talk about college football. Wow. By the way. What? Uh, wow, what? I don't know if he wants to talk about college football. Your boy Haskins that you mentioned earlier. How good is he? Man, he had a I'm game on Saturday. What if he plays for the Seahawks next year? He's a perfect Seattle Seahawk, that guy. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. He's exactly the what cold, the, cold, the, the weather's not going to bother no, him. No. He's like frozen. The cold doesn't bother me anyway. <laughs> Hopefully it won't in two Saturdays, I'll tell you that. Hour two coming up.